johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. guys we're back with another edition of sports insider radio we have big david vegas ringers in denver colorado we have mike on the side of the road because the battery wouldn't start this morning he's doing what's called the side of the road triple a radio show he's so committed that even if he's on the side of the road he'll sit out in the car with the heat on waiting for the tow truck to arrive Mike, are you there, and are you safely on the side of the road? Well, you know, I think you're you're exaggerating a little bit. I'm not on the side of the road. I'm in a parking place, in a parking spot. It sounded better. Um, it sounded better. It's called entertainment. Go ahead. And, uh, yeah, I came, I went out to my car. It was very cold last night. Um, I went out to my car. And by the way, can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. I thought you made that up. Okay, just checking out. I didn't know the service. No, he didn't make like it. I only have a couple bars, but but it was very cold last night, and I went this morning. It's I got home obviously, so I wasn't stranded, and uh, got in my car this morning. Batteries flickering. Well, last night I remember when I went out to dinner with my fiance. I had like. 35 miles left in the tank and I was, we were late to dinner. So I was like, I'll fill up on the way home. So I didn't fill up on the way home. So I'm thinking it's not the battery. I ran out of gas. I got home just enough. Right. So I go to the gas station. I get, I buy one of those canisters. I fill it up. I get in the car. It's the battery. It's not the gas. (laughs) So it's been a whole, not that it's a big deal. I don't really sweat the small stuff, but bottom line is I turned the car on. Ran it for five minutes thinking I'm good to go without driving it. The guy uh, called the service um, for my dealership, and they said, you know what, you got to drive it around for a little bit. So it looks like right now I'm mobile, but I'm, I'm scared to turn the car off. So I'm in that panic mode where if I turn it off, is it going to turn back on again? So for the time yeah. being, I said the most important thing of the day is to do the radio show. People want to hear it. People need answers. People want to know what Dave went through this past weekend and the roller coaster of emotion. People want to know. So, at the end of the day, I'm safe. No big deal. Christmas is still going to be great on Sunday with the, with the new in-laws. So, I'm excited. It's a good time of the year with the crossover with college basketball. It's just it's it's all good. 
you know, I'm not going to let this little incident this morning upset me for even a minute. Wait a minute. I just woke up. You're in a parking lot with your car just on, but you're still there. Yeah, because I turned it off. As soon as I turned it off the first time after five minutes, it died. So I said, oh, man, it's got to be something bigger than Uh just the battery. I called the dealership. The dealership says, well, to recharge your battery, you got to drive it around for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. So now I did that. But now I'm to the point where do I turn it off and then gamble? Or do I no. leave it on and just do the no. show? Leave it so on, For the yeah. show, I'm leaving it on. I'm, I'm praying that after an hour of the radio show, the car will have enough recharge to be fully recharged. I mean, it's a brand-new car. It's got – I've had a lease for – oh, man, I can't believe I've driven this many miles in less than two years. It's embarrassing. I've driven 36 – for the listeners, I've – Got the car less than two years ago in a lease. I've already driven 36,000 miles. Less than two how years. Do you do, yeah, how do you do that? You live far from work. <laughs> the golf course isn't close to my house. It's a 20-minute drive each way. No, the, well, he we lives five minutes from work. It's the golf. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Wow. <laughs> in, in, in March or April of this year, I'll have it for two years. It's a three-year lease. I've already had... 36,000 miles. <laughs> For the point of the story, the battery shouldn't die with 36,000 miles. What are you going to do? And then how many did they give you per year? 15? So I did 15. Obviously, I'm going to be going over that total. Um, you could, you could, that's the, the odds right now are, are definitely uh, against me. It's probably like minus 10,000 for me to go over the total. But um, well, and then you and then yeah, you pay for a mile. Then you pay twenty five cents a mile. So I mean, it's not the end of the world. It is what it is. Um, you just pay it, or you buy the car outright from them after the lease, which I won't do. And uh, it is what it is. Pay a couple grand and get out of it. New car from the start. You know, I did drive. I've but I've taken it on road trips. I've taken it to the Outer Banks, North Carolina, which is six hours away i take it to the beach which is three hours away um so i've done a bunch of road trips in this car so i can't be too upset i mean it's not just the golf a lot of it's the golf but not all of it but more importantly dave i know it's a very tough weekend what was it like watching a game like i know you were probably did you watch the redskins game i'm I'm gonna say the redskins so don't correct me that's just what i say Never changing. We grew up, John will tell you, we're, you know, 45 minutes away from the stadium. They're always going to be the Redskins to us, even though we're not fans of the Redskins. Did you watch that entire game start to finish or no? No, no, just the end. And I still got my other entry. Uh, I had the Saints, but that one will also probably be a multi-way finish, so... I'm not sure how much I would get, even if I got to the end, which is what, two or three more weeks? Yeah, three more. I'll probably go with Tennessee this week. Unless it changes, but I'm thinking Tennessee. No, they've been, uh, no, I didn't watch the full Houston's game. Houston's been making it, uh, it's wild. Houston's been making it competitive the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I know, I know. That's probably why it's only the spread is so low. 
Now they probably get crushed. That's what I think. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's going down. It went way down, yeah. Because usually, yeah, usually from yesterday, seven to usually seven and a half to five or whatever. Or now it's even four. I mean, that's a that's a big move, huh? So yeah. let me let me let me ask you guys something. I can't. I've been doing this thirty only thirty five years. I can't remember Christmas falling on a Sunday and then moving every game to a Saturday. I think this is like it does. It does that every seven years, Doug. Every seven years. Okay. Well, I'm too busy lighting Hanukkah candles. I can't remember. Um, So, what do you think about the Saturday, Dave? I'm you know, a client sent me a text message. It is one less day of rest. Do you think that has an effect on the just? time like their bodies are usually acclimated they play on sunday and then they play seven days later on sunday i'm talking obviously i'm not talking i don't know that's a good question though probably probably a little bit but it offsets because they all have they all probably feel like that a little bit so probably offsets but yeah you would think it would you would think it would have some some effect but yeah yeah you would think it you think you would think it would have a little bit of an like like everybody going to play over over in England or well probably not that bad but yeah it kind of offsets how because each team is a little bit off that's what I think. Did you have and, to watch uh, uh, the soccer game, Dave? On Sunday? Did I watch it? No, no. I kind of wish I would have, but no, I wish I would have. I kind of regret not watching you. You guys watched it, obviously. Oh, I'm totally obsessed. I've watched the, probably eighty percent of the World Cup games. And then if I'm not at a game, it's hard to watch the whole thing all the way through. It's hard to even watch the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah, good for them. Heard it was a good game. So, yeah. All right. Are we going to do our Ravens talk right now? Well, I was just going to ask Mike. um, Well, Dave, can you tell me, are you looking at the DB screen like me? Yeah. I I have two teams lit up in red. New Orleans, Cleveland, and Atlanta, Baltimore. Why Do you know why both of those teams? I haven't even done that research yet. Do you know why both teams are lit up in red? Both matchups. I'm sorry. No, I'm curious. No, but I'm curious. Why do you? Know do you see the same thing I see? Yeah, you don't know the answer. I do not. No, I don't know either. No. So I know the. Uh, what is it here? Uh, what? Are, well, we four and a half. They're making the Ravens. Yeah. What four? And yeah, a, we are going to take Sunday off from it. Yeah, I am. Which is rare to take a day. Well, you got all Saturday to do it instead. Yeah, when there's three island games. Well, I'm sure. I think there's some NBA too, but I'm not stressing it that day. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I didn't scroll down and see the Green Bay, uh, Miami, Denver, Denver, Rams, and Tampa Bay, Arizona. So there's actually three island games on Sunday. Which I yeah. was not even aware of till you just said that because the, the way my screen was, I was just looking at Saturday. I hadn't scrolled down. 
Yeah. Yeah. If they were all just in the same round, I would probably just do that and then celebrate Christmas after or before, but they're so spread out, it's hard, hard to get into that. Well, yeah. my question is from a client, since you don't believe in reversion of the mean on short sample sizes, when you look at teams like Tampa Bay and Kansas City, which are the, it's it's kind of crazy. Like if I would have told you in the beginning of the year, the two worst teams against the spread are Kansas City and Tampa Bay. That would be like you would be like Brady and uh, Kansas City. That's crazy. Um, but there's only three weeks left, so the question is like at this point, the the teams on the outer envelope in the NFL for betting purposes, forget about outright win records. You know, they it could just continue all the way. I don't know if there's any value looking for, you know, Cincinnati is the number one team, again, 11-3, and three, followed by Detroit and, and, unfortunately, the Giants, which are both 10-4. and four. And then you have at the bottom Kansas City and Tampa Bay. And I look at these games and I look at the Giants playing Minnesota. Minnesota had that amazing – was it the biggest comeback in the NFL history? Um, yeah, was it right, Mike? It was the biggest comeback in NFL history. Yeah, it was at one point. Um, it, it was it was interesting because they had put it out. David put out the play at Colts plus four and a half early in the week, and that's that. That's what I like to stress the most when people listen to the show. That it's not just a sports talk show. Like, we're trying to explain to you our business model of how we captivate the best line. Dave put it out at four and a half. Well, that game, what we saw in the first half, yeah, probably wouldn't have mattered even if you got it at the closing line of three and a half, right? Or, or some people had three because, you you know, it was the other way where, where people bought, you know, people like to buy down to three with Minnesota, the favorite. We're, we had four and a half with the Colts. Well, that game you would have never thought would have even played a key number of three to be at all in factor when they're up 33 nothing. Well, what happens? They come back. Now you're talking about a situation where that does play a role, and there's people that are winning and losing and stressing while we're getting the best number three days ahead of time at four and a half. So people that are using our trading service what we provide is access to david david is not texting you direct he's not sending you kissy faces when the games win he's not sending you emojis he's what he does is he gives you he gives you access to a platform called telegram Actually, I, I kind of want Dave to send kissy faces after the games win. Too. I was just thinking, if um, Dave ever sends me a kissy yeah, face, yeah. I'll fall off my chair. <laughs> uh, but well, who actually but who it's does like, that? I'm just saying, these guys. It's so on Dave. You Dave, he's in love. Or, he's got the fiance. He's getting married in six no, months. No, he's a Mr. Kissy Face. On on on, uh, on Telegram, there's emojis. So every time a game loses, they'll do like the poop emoji or. You know, thumbs down. It, it, it's kind of entertaining to see it. I've actually had clients call me and they say, why are people so ignorant? Like, it's a game. It's a trade. And this is coming from 
one of our guys actually we had on the show as a guest guest on the show, one of our clients. He's a poker player. He goes by Fish. Um, he was always like, why are people so obsessed? But that's just, you know, people have their own way of expressing feelings. Um, and I give them the Telegram platform for them to be able to express those feelings. And we're not <laughs> doing anything about it. It's not a big deal. But bottom line is, Telegram, you're getting games days ahead of time, exactly when Dave bets them. So whether they're at night, whether in the morning, whether they're overnights for college basketball, whether they're four days ahead of time for NFL, that's when you get to play. So instead of you directly texting Dave and bothering him, which obviously he won't stand that, you would absolutely break your phone in about 24 hours. The platform of Telegram gives us the ability to do that with guys that are on there. So if you're new and you happen to be listening to this radio show and you're wondering how the business model works, if you have a bankroll and you have the liquidity to handle all the volume, Telegram is the most efficient and profitable way to make the most financial return from what we're trying to do here. So hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, you can always call me direct and I can explain it to you in much further detail. And if you want me to, you know, also if you guys ever want to know about the Ravens, I can give you a detailed report about the Ravens and tell you that we're probably not going to get out of the first round of the playoffs because with our record, we're probably going to be in the first round of the playoffs. So if you want me to go over a little Ravens talk? I can, guys. If you want me to save it, I, I can save it till next season. That's just where I am today. No, it's good. Yeah, it's solid. Want to hear about the Ravens too? All right. <clears throat> so the Ravens, no quarterback last week, looked like a extremely incoherent team. Looks like a Pop Warner style offensive calling. I hope they get rid of the coordinator. I hope they move on from him. He developed this style of offense three years ago, and we had a 13 and three year. And just like we say in the NFL, NFL stands for not for long. That's because defenses figure it out, and you have to be creative enough to consistently evolve. He has not done that. It's very, very basic. And without Lamar, who is that good, the problem is with his style of play, he gets hurt because he's running around creating plays, and it's not just a drop-back style offense where all these running quarterbacks get hurt. So what's happened this year, what's happened last year, again, Lamar's out for a couple games. We bring in a, a quarterback this year who – was supposed to be a serviceable backup. Well, as we saw, without a receiving core, which I knew was going to hurt us coming into the year, we were able to, I guess, you know, get away from that and, it, and not really get exposed because we had a good, decent number one. And beyond that, it was a bunch of guys that probably wouldn't start on any other team. And in doing so, that player, Bateman, got hurt. And instead of focusing on the run game and literally being a run-first offense and just throwing in some passing, what's happening is Greg Roman runs the ball. He's efficient. We're, we're getting 8 to 10 yards a carry with Dobbins finally back. 
And what happens? He gets away from it, and he starts to throw the ball. And you saw what happens. Three points scored in Cleveland. Obviously, it's a division game, but that, that was really, really bad for us to potentially lose the division crown to now the Bengals, who are in first place in the division. And it's going to come down to us beating them in Cincinnati the last week of the season, which I believe is going to be a flex game, that Sunday night game. Um, I just don't see it. They're hitting on all cylinders. They have the ability to come back, which we saw in the Tampa Bay game. Unfortunately, Dave, we were on the opposite side of that game. I actually really like that number that you got. And remember, we, we actually bet it twice because we, we liked four, four and three and a half and just complete collapse by Tampa Bay, which I've, I haven't seen in recent years. It's just Brady's definitely on the way out. He should have just retired and stayed retired last year, but. That four turnovers in the third quarter was just atrocious. And, you know, that's where the Ravens are right now. So the defense is good. We have a lot of quality talent. I think if Lamar comes back, we we could definitely win two out of the last three and get into the playoffs. But I, I just don't see a team like this without any wide receivers competing with Kansas City, competing with the Bills, competing with the Bengals. Those three teams I just don't see on the road in the playoffs because they're going to take away what we're good at. They're going to take away the run, and they're going to say, beat us one-on-one. And I just don't see, especially yesterday, um, our, I guess at this point, our best receiver left, Duvernay, who's uh, one of our, you know, he's an all-pro and Pro Bowl kick, kick returner as well, out for the year with an injury in practice. So um, that's where we are. I uh, don't see anything that could be a Super Bowl contender, but I guess, you know, like we always say, when it comes to the playoffs, you just never know. You just got to get in the playoffs and anything could happen. So maybe Lamar could put some magic together, but it's, I believe it's just going to be a letdown. So if I'm setting myself up for the letdown now, it won't be as bad when it actually happens. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a positive mind. That's a positive way to think. Just accept it now. No, just get in the playoffs, like you said. That's the goal right now. Love it. Oh, yeah. Now, Dave, when you um, – let's switch gears to NBA. When you – I know in the past, and I guess I wasn't really – I mostly just took your consultation for NBA and put the games out. But of late, you've been kind of giving us more feedback on, you know – playing first halves in certain situations, um, teams that are on back-to-back, stuff like that, give an explanation of certain players being out could be worth more than others. I mean, I really didn't know that you did as much depth. I thought it was just more the number. What's Without really giving it away, and I know I kind of – we had this problem last week. I don't want you to give it away. What goes into – a selection oh, process for an NBA game. Well, I mean, there's just an overall power ranking, home court, injuries, and then you try to just figure out who's up for the game more. You know, kind of same stuff as football, who's coming off a loss. Uh, and then when you can – then when when a bunch of things are, are put together, it's it's a great feeling. 
whenever whenever somebody's you know like coming off a huge loss, the other team's coming off an overachieving win, stuff like that. You want to look for, but but you still have to do some type of formula. Power ranking, power ranking at the beginning, home court. Who's yeah, injuries and rest. I'd say those four. Those four are probably the main main things to look at. And then, and then, yeah, like I said, then you just try to get into the players' heads and who's who's going to be more up for this game because they play so many games. You know, is the media bashing them? Are they coming off two losses in a row? Had a day off and they're back home now. When the two losses were on the road, etc. You just try to get into their their mind. That's what I do. Same thing as football. But, I mean, a little bit different. Injuries matter more. Injuries in football, a lot of times, are overplayed. But sometimes you can find good spots in basketball because they play so many minutes and each player is worth that much more. But in football, I mean, if it's a quarterback or, or basically just a quarterback, then I then you really got to think deep. Yeah, like I like it. I like the everyday picking winners. You don't have to wait a week. Just, okay, next, let's look at the next day, the next day, the next day. I like that. The daily, daily volume. So let's so switch gears. I want to ask. I want to ask you what both about? something. I want to ask you both something okay. that has nothing to do with gambling. Um, okay. What do you guys, if you even know, what do you think about this new YouTube agreement, Mike? Are you familiar? I'm not. Please uh, let me know. I actually know. Uh, starting know next year for two. Starting next year for two billion dollars, NFL every Sunday rights will be on YouTube only. They'll have the exclusive rights on YouTube, so you'll have to watch YouTube TV or subscribe to watch the NFL games. They will not be on any networks. Really? According to yeah, two billion dollars a season. So I don't. I have personally, even though I have Amazon, um, I have not watched one wait, you're Thursday about, night. Wait, you're saying for is it Thursday night or just in general? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, no, it's Sunday. Well, no, they can't. They'll never take it away from the local TV spots because that's people without cable can watch their local team. I, I don't. I, I think you, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New, new, I'm sorry. Uh, new, NFL to close deal with Google's YouTube for Sunday ticket package. So I guess they'll take it from DirecTV. Um, oh, got it. The, got deal, it. Okay. the deal will end DirecTV's 30-year run with the package, which obviously you know we have here in the office. I pay for it every year. Mm-hmm. The NFL is seeking 20, uh, $2.0 billion, so $2 billion a year. Apple had been the front runner for some time, but left the negotiating negotiation weeks ago. Uh, backstory, the deal, which still must be voted by the owners, ends the long reign of DirecTV, which launched in 1994. The NFL and Google declined to comment. So if you want to watch, you and I watch every game here in the office. We have the red zone on. We have, uh, I have a satellite installed on the top of my office building for the purpose of only one thing, the NFL ticket. Um, for you so you can watch all the games. And so that would come to an end. And so the first thing I would do 
is I would get rid of my DirecTV and then I would have to get Google. I mean, YouTube's Google, it's the same thing. So I just, I don't know how that's going to affect people around the country watching it. The, 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 I have not personally, even though this has nothing to do with the actual betting and we don't need to watch games to bet. I don't know about you, Mike. I have not watched one Thursday night football game this season. It's like it doesn't even exist. I just checked the score because really? I don't really cool. want to log into Amazon. Well, you don't you don't really watch games in general, so I, I wouldn't say Thursday night. Oh, yes, correct. You're just not. I like your so, style, John. At, at, not me. I've watched almost every Thursday night game, and the only reason I don't watch it is because if I have really something going on and I can't watch it. But, you know, I have a lot of other alternate you know, investments, I like to call them, going on during the game. I do some DFS, and DFS allows you to basically not care about the outcome of the game, but outcome of each player, So, and it makes it exciting. So in that sense, you know, I'm always, you know, you're you're living and dying by that one lineup, which obviously can right. pay, you know, like a survivor pool payout. You know, it's not saying it's yeah. that hard to win them, but somebody's winning a million dollars every single game for every single slate. So it's it, that's the advantage of where DFS has gone and how people now – and what I'm seeing now of late in Maryland because of the legalization here, I mean – John, you knew. Remember the other day, our uh, UPS guy comes in. Well, I was just going to ask you if you could tell Dave about. I was just just literally going to ask you if you could tell Dave about um about um about the the FedEx driver. <laughs> yeah, so the FedEx driver comes in. He sees the game on TV, and he's like, "Well, what do you guys do here?" And then we tell him what we do, and he's like, "You don't understand. You know, all I needed was." Justin Jefferson to get a touchdown, Kirk Cousins that have over 280 yards, this, this, that he rattled off like eight things. And he's like, and I just, and the last one didn't hit. It was like one of those, you know, in-game parlays with props. That's what the majority of the people I'm realizing are doing with the recreational side. They're taking the bonuses and they're betting these elaborate parlays. Most of them, are very green, very new, have no knowledge of it, and kind of don't really care about the 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 one to one payout. Like they don't care about you putting up a two hundred dollar trade and making back hundred ninety dollars, right? They care about putting up a, a twenty dollar trade that potentially could pay them ten thousand. And they're constantly putting those in over and over again. And I'm like, have you hit any? He goes no, but I've been close. I'm like, oh man, and I, it's somebody <laughs> yeah. that's not educated. It's so hard to explain to them. It's just like trading stocks. Most people don't know how to trade stocks, and they're not good at it. And without the right advisorship, it's going to be even harder for them to be successful. It's like we try to set people up for success, but more and more with the, with the legalization, if you're not going to treat it like a business, you're constantly going to get these crazy ups and crazy downs. And it's the worst thing that could happen for a guy like that is for him to hit the first one for extremely big Yeah, and think that it could be, it's fairly easy to do. So, you know, that's where these guys are doing. 
What do you tell those guys, though, when they say they were close? Do you explain to them that they weren't close, or do you just not even bother? That guy, I wasn't even getting into it. He just, he, he didn't have the wherewithal, or I could, I could gauge guys pretty good and read them. That's the type of person that will not treat it like a business. He's more of a, you know, he's more from the streets is the best way I could put it. It's, so, it's all about action. Yeah. You know, it's all about action. They it's want to look, look, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I mean, let's get real. Like I always tell people, you know, like you say, you know, every time before we go on there, Dave, you know, you know, give these people sharp information. Look, the, the sharpest information you can give them is that it's tough, is tough love, which I do on my YouTube channel daily, which mm-hmm. is if you're underfunded and you're just trying to use your $200, uh, I mean, the guy that he didn't tell you about, the FedEx guy, the guy put deposited $5 to get 200 and then started rolling with the 200 We have a guy in our office, just for fun, opened an account with $5, got the 200 The 200 is now 2800 Well, the only difference is he's in our office and he's sharp. The average guy that's doing that is not putting in $5, getting 200 and turning it to 2800 Well, my question you know, is, like, what did, how did he do that? Is he, was he, did he hit some five-team parlay or something? No, all live betting. As a matter of fact, he tried to press Minnesota when they were down, and they actually locked him out and froze it, froze the bet. They kept spinning. He was trying to bet Minnesota yeah. on the money line against the Colts when they were down, like, three touchdowns or four touchdowns. Um, and they they let, like, small bets come in and then when he tried to like press and the line moved and then they scored a touchdown he said and once they scored like a touchdown they were down like three touchdowns uh whatever app he was using just completely froze him out and he no matter how many times he tried to resubmit it they wouldn't let it but a lot of money line in game i'm not saying he's sharper he has a system but he's sharper than a guy trying to play a 10 team parlay at least he's yeah. in game right. you know doing the in-game live stuff trying to get better odds you know yeah, yeah, I understand that. But it it is crazy because uh, what is what's uh, one of the main companies? I'm sure it's the same everywhere. The one with Jamie Fox, thousand dollar every every time I turn on TV, thousand dollar free wager, thousand dollar free bet, thousand. And it's like you know we used to joke in the past, free money. Nothing's free money. How many of these guys are just literally just getting sucked in? Look, this guy works very hard for his money that delivered this FedEx package. It's not an easy job. You know, the guy's doing eight-hour shifts for Christmas, delivering packages, and then on the side in between, uh, you know, on Saturday when he's delivering packages and Sunday, he's sweating each individual game. And in that aspect, it probably makes his day more enjoyable. He's having some, you know, action in why he's sitting at the light, checking the phone, you know. And I, and I, look, if you ever – a lot of these guys like to lose. Dave, you can't relate to this, but you know, I don't know if you ever saw the old movie Two for the Money with Al Pacino. You ever see the movie Two for the Money with Al Pacino? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, there's that scene on YouTube where he's at the GA meeting and he says, you never feel more alive than when you lose. Basically, when these guys lose, they ruminate the loss. It jacks them up for literally hours. When they win a game... It's over five minutes later. Give me the next game. So, like I said, you know, the, like this guy was enjoy talking to us 
about that he almost hit it. He was so, so close. It was just basically a form of entertainment. And like I said, I look at these handle numbers every week, and obviously they, dic- they dictate that, look, for you, me, Mike, and our crew, it's a benefit that everybody doesn't want to be a sharp. Because they, you know, they have that, you know, you can hide under the radar until you're cut. Obviously, we know that, unfortunately, we all get cut. But these guys don't get cut. And what's interesting is we have a client of ours. I'm not going to name the guy on social media um, that posts 65. I'll send it to you on our WhatsApp group. The post, like, he hit a $65,000 parlay last weekend for $3 million. All legit with legal sports books. Never gets cut. And so the answer, I want you to tell everybody, Dave, if a guy's betting $65,000 parlays to win two and three million, and he's only showing on social media, and he doesn't sell picks, by the way, for a living, he owns a car dealership. So obviously the guy, 65000 for him is like $6.50. He owns like 15 car dealerships. He has the link to his car dealership on, the, on his social media page. But what I was explaining to the client is that he's not showing you all the losses. Obviously, if he's not getting cut, he's not a net positive winner, even winning $3 million parlays. Correct, Dave? Did we lose him? I don't know. Maybe we lost him. No, he could he could be up over a big sample size, but the company identified him as a minus EV better. I don't know. I haven't followed it much, but if, yeah, if he's, I saw that was points bet. If he's betting that at points bet, I I think he's a minus EV better in my opinion, or, or they just think he is and he's fooled them and he has good reads on whatever he's betting. I I just don't know. I I don't want to speak on it because I haven't seen his plays, but he could have, and then they could have seen his social media and heard about it, and and then they thought, oh, well, let's leave this guy. He's betting with us, and let's take some risk on on these long parlays because it's worth it for the advertising. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I just sent mind. it to you. I just sent it to the WhatsApp group. You can check it out later. But the point is, they all obviously know that he owns a car, de- a, a, a very large car dealer. And obviously, it's not his living. He just loves the interaction on social media, doesn't sell anything, tells everybody what he's playing. And what I'm trying to explain to these guys is he's only showing he, when he, you know, he's not showing every ticket. The guy probably has, just like you have multiple entries in these survivor polls, the guy's only showing the one that he's close to winning when it gets down to the wire. You know what I mean? You know, and so. Yeah, actually, if, he, if you're talking about that, Raiders and uh, the Raiders, Dolphins, and Jaguars. He showed that before those games played. So okay, but he, but his trick. But I think his trick is once two out of like the four or five hit, then he'll show it. It's kind of like yeah, he's halfway there. But but either way, to, to me, these companies want you to bet minus EV bets. If you do, they'll keep you. Right. Well, that was the the purpose of my question. The purpose of my question is how can you get limited to $20 a game on a straight play and you never get cut off betting 65,000 on a parlay? Obviously, you know who I'm talking about because you figured it out. And I said to your your, uh, WhatsApp, Um, 
I just, but the the client asked me, how can he not get cut off? How can they not take such, how are they willing to take such a hit? And so I just wanted to hear your pro side of it. And like you said, if it's negative EV over a course of time, they're score. Yeah. I mean, why do they allow slot jackpots and not kick you out? Cause you're, you made a bad bet. So long run, they're good. They, they don't want positive EV bets. I mean, they'll, they'll cut your limit down. They'll just do anything to you. If you're, if you have the edge, if you don't, they'll just, Welcome you. You can bet higher and higher, and they don't care. Got That's it. How it works. So let's talk about some free picks. Some guys, some guys will let you make good bets and don't back winners out, but it's rare. They either cut your limit or there's another motive, and you you add value somewhere else. Okay, you guys go first. That's great. Mike, Mike, how's the car? How's the battery charge on the car, by the way? We're getting close to the end. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good at this time. I'm actually – so funnier story. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is like – so I don't have the best reception in front in my driveway. So if I'm not on Wi-Fi, <clears throat> you know, I usually use Wi-Fi calling when I'm at my house. So I am sitting in front of an elementary school right now. It looks like – classes in session there's a lot of cars i'm just like i hope i'm not like that creepy guy that's just sitting in front of the elementary school for an hour with because i have a black oh i know where you're at yeah yeah, i know where you're at this doesn't set off any uh alarms so right now we have only 15 minutes left so i'm I'm pretty safe and um feel good i think the battery's gonna i got my fingers crossed when i'm gonna go back to the house i'm gonna turn it off i don't want to turn it off here and then be stuck at the elementary school so we'll uh we'll pray so if you guys could give me a prayer as well after the show that'd be really nice because you know without a car basically i uh well i can get a rental but for the time being it would just give me more two hours of stress after the show yeah all right so free picks. Okay. All right, I got you guys. So I'm gonna what did go, you give out, Mike? I'm sorry. I'm not giving out anything yet. I'm going to go with Minnesota. The problem is yeah. I already love Minnesota at the early number. I just don't – I mean, from a – I guess we got to give out correct lines on the show because we had already given out Minnesota already at three – up to four now, which I would not give out at four. So I'll take that back. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots for three. Patriots with the three at home. Damn, I was going to say, isn't it three and a half? I'm seeing three now. It's really I see three. Yeah, there's, a couple, there's a couple three and a halfs I do see, but a lot of the threes. I got three at Caesars, Westgate, Bet365, Bovada, and BetUS. Are the, on my, cause I'm, again, I'm not in front of a Don Best screen. I have something on my phone. So, again, if I was in front of a Don Best screen, I would know exactly. But I'm, I'm seeing a lot of threes and a couple three-and-a-halves in the islands. I was going to pick that one. All right, your turn, John. 
the Bears. That's it. The Bears. I just like sang it, so I have to use. No, not really. The Bears uh, plus eight and a half against the Bills. Um, just because it's over a That's key number. And I know. And I'm going to keep rolling with them. And like I said, the Bills, you know, believe it or not, the Bills are one game under 500. They're six and seven ATS. And uh, I just don't, I just can't see. I don't like it. I just don't like road favorites, which haven't been performing well against the spread this year. And they're going to be overvalued because of the momentum of their name. The Bears are horrible against the spread. They're five and eight. So it's a good spot for them to be a spoiler play up to the competition. And uh, you got an 11 and three team against a three and 11. And the line opened up originally. I'm looking here at a uh, uh, 10 and actually came down to eight and a half on the early, early, early number. Um, but it's still over seven and a half, so I'm st- I'm going to go with the Bears again. That's well, my freebie. This, you guys are making this tough. I'll do the Titans minus four. It's four now. What a huge move! What a huge move! What what instituted that? I mean, do we know? Huh? Do we know why it moves? It's, it's yeah. It's ten. It's Tannehill out. Is that it? He was banged up last yes. game. Haven't really, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, they already rolled time. him out. I think he's yeah, he's done for the season. I think he's done. Okay, well that that explains it. Yeah, he's I got still like them. I still like them at home. I think you know the Houston as as good as they are of late to be able to keep it competitive, playing on the road in Tennessee when Tennessee is basically has to win, or otherwise Jacksonville catches them in the division. I just don't see them. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Derrick Henry's going to run wild. I think Houston's defense is terrible. They played a couple of good games at home, but it's it's a whole different ball game on the road. So I, I'm shocked by the line move that much. I guess they're basically saying, um, what's his name, Willis, the backup for Tennessee is – just not good. I mean, he was a top draft pick, so, and he's played a couple games with them already. So, I don't know. I, I just see the game plan. Tennessee has a very good coaching staff, and I, I could see the game plan is going to be run Henry until the wheels fall off because this is a playoff game for them. Remember, if they lose and Jacksonville wins, they lose the you know the the division lead. So, this is going to be a playoff atmosphere game on Saturday. So, I, I love that pick, Dave. Yeah, he played all right too in that one game against. Uh, I think it was the Chiefs, where it went into overtime. Yeah, he played all right mm-hmm. there, and then just right when overtime started, just <laughs> they had like I think they had like third and twenty, and they just, just they just it was an awful series. But yeah, other than that, he played all right. So we'll see. We gave out three sharp picks, guys. Three sharp picks. Actually, you know, we we haven't really had fantastic Thursday night games. I love this matchup. Two teams that have to win this late in the season. Because remember, they don't flex the Thursday night. It's just a lot of times it just comes down to two teams that doesn't really matter. But Jacksonville and the Jets, who would have thunk it? Both in playoff contention at this current time with uh, the number one and the number two picks a couple years ago in the drafts. Zach Wilson going against Trevor Lawrence. Um, it's going to be a pretty good – both teams have good defenses. J- 
Jacksonville's got a good offense. The Jets, you know, they've been flickering. So it's a good, it's a good game for sure. But I think that the line makers have it pretty accurate at one. I mean, it's just the Jets are been, have been losing three out of the last four, and Jacksonville's been pretty hot, especially with that comeback against the Cowboys this uh, this past week and, and getting the game winning outright. Um, that's a, it's a pretty good game. The whole the whole slate this weekend, I think they did it right. You have Thursday night, then you have a little break, then you have the Christmas Eve full slate on Saturday, and then you have three individualized games throughout all of Christmas because, you know, you can only spend so much time with the family. You know, I am <laughs> going to be traveling with three different households, so I'm, I'm hoping the way I'm setting up my schedule for Christmas is I get to watch three separate games at three separate households, and every single family member always asks me, who do I like, so they could go on their apps and bet. So it's, I have to have three solid picks on Sunday, or otherwise I probably won't be invited back. Let me ask you this, Dave. Uh, clients are asking me about the bowl games. We have a bowl game tonight. And we have bowl games basically every day all the way through the beginning of January. Uh, tonight we have at nine o'clock South Alabama, Western Kentucky. Um, are you act, are the limits cut early in the, or can you bet whatever you want? I don't. Are you actively getting into the bowls, or is it just as it, if it comes up, it comes up? Yeah, pretty much. That's the way I look at it. If it comes up, it comes up. Not, Got it. I'm more so focused on the other ones. Yeah. Got it. Have and, you been watching those uh, you know, games, it is, John? No, not really. I mean, I don't watch any games. You know that. I mean, look, everybody knows. I don't, listen, I had clients texting me about the Jacksonville-Dallas game. Did you see the end of that game? I had clients texting me about the Minnesota-Seattle game last week. Did you see that game? I had uh, a real quick, and I know, I, you know, people texting me about the bad call in the in your in your Washington game. You know, quote unquote bad. Did you see that game? They know I don't watch the games. They still ask me if I see the games. Well, by the way, Mike and Dave, what did you think of that? Uh, what was it? The lateral? What, it, what, what was it? Which game was it? Uh, the was, lateral? It was, was the New a, England that was game? Great, that was the greatest lateral ever. We were all over the other side. That made it even that much better. No, I know. But, what did you, but, but I mean, what did you think of that? Three seconds. It was hilarious. And then uh, no, I went on social play. media and people just, were just tripping. Well, the... There's, I've never really seen that scenario before. Usually, when a team is down and they have and they have five seconds left and they can't throw a hail mary, they'll start doing the lateral. And I've seen it where the game ends where the lateral gets intercepted and the other team gets the touchdown and it screws up the total or the spread. I've seen that before. I think we saw that last year or the year before. Um, but the game was tied. All they had to do was go to overtime. What's the principle of trying to score a touchdown on this crazy lateral when you're not going to get a field goal in because you don't have time? So it's really you're going for the touchdown. I've, I've never seen that scenario in a tied game before. So, you know, there's always something new that you see. But, man, it, it played out perfect for, for the Raiders to come down and – get the touchdown that was questionable and they, they called it still complete. And then to take it to, you know, potentially overtime, that's what I was expecting. But then for them to get that and to get the cover, that was just, that was great. That's just one of those, you know, 
it sucks if you're on the other side and you're happy you're on the right side. That's that's all that is, and that's that's NFL for you. I mean, it's, there's a lot of parity in the league. It's why you know these odds makers make these spreads large, and and the public loves to take the favorites most of the time, and and these teams prevail. So you know, the, like look at the Bears last week. We love the Bears. They were within you know striking distance most of the game, and you know they got the job done. So. You know, it's it. This year, I feel like there's even more parent. Again, you know, I'm always. I only remember. I can't remember last year as well as I do of recent weeks. But I feel like my short-term memory just is telling me that man, there's a lot more parity this year, and these double-digit dogs are getting the job done over and over again. So, um, sticking to it. It's been a great season of NFL this year. NBA is still rolling. College basketball is just starting. Um, it's definitely been a good season overall. It's just we're grinding, man. This is what we do. We don't we don't have these crazy ups or crazy downs. And the clients that get that, they just ride the wave. They don't text me when we have winning days. They don't text me when we have losing days. The guys that do usually only text me when we have losing days. They don't text me on winning days, right? So it's 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 always what are you doing for me lately? So I'm just glad that Dave doesn't have to field the calls. I'm sure he sees some of the stuff in his DMs on Instagram, but it's nothing like the private text. I mean, these guys are they're a unique bunch. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not a thing, not a you know, good thing. It's just a unique bunch. Well, let me tell you about one of my let me tell you about one of my DMs yesterday that I got last night, and this was um, sure wish I had come across you guys years ago would have saved me some money and heartaches, and my answer was no regrets. Part of the journey, very rare to get clients initially, and basically because everybody has to like put their hand in the oven or on the on the hot stove and get burnt before they decide to. Uh, you know, cry uncle and surrender. So, you know, there, you know, yesterday's history, today's a mystery. We got a minute left in the show. The the the, the music's going to play from David Miller, from Mike Safir, from me. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next Wednesday before the New Year.